Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel weekly podcast for the week commencing the 6th of November, 2023. In InfoSec news this week, Microsoft will soon start rolling out conditional access policies requiring multi-factor authentication, or MFA, from administrators when signing into specific Microsoft admin portals such as Microsoft Entra, Microsoft 365, Exchange, and Azure. The company will also roll out policies requiring MFA for per-user MFA users for all cloud apps and one that will require MFA for high-risk sign-ins, with the latter only being available to Microsoft Entra ID Premium customers. These Microsoft-managed policies will gradually be added in report-only mode to eligible Microsoft Entra tenants starting next week. After the rollout reaches their tenant, admins will have 90 days to review them and choose if they wish to enable them or not. Redmond will automatically enable these conditional access policies only on tenants where they were not toggled off within 90 days after the rollout. Quote, pay lots of attention to the first policy. It's our strong recommendation and a policy we'll deploy on behalf that multi-factor authentication will protect all users' access to admin portals such as portal.azure.com, Microsoft 365 Admin Center and Exchange Admin Center, according to Microsoft's Vice President for Identity Security, Alex Weinart. Quote, please note while you can opt out of these policies, teams at Microsoft will increasingly require multi-factor authentication for specific interactions, as they already do for certain Azure subscription management scenarios, Partner Center, and Microsoft Intune device enrollment. Redmond advises organizations to exclude emergency access or break glass accounts from these policies, just as they would with other conditional access policies. Quote, our goal is 100% multi-factor authentication, given that formal studies show multi-factor authentication reduces the risk of account takeover by over 99%. Every user who authenticates should do so with modern, strong authentication. A new variant of the Gootloader malware kit called Gootbot has been found to facilitate lateral movement on compromised systems and evade detection. Quote, the Gootloader group's introduction of their own custom bot into the late stages of their attack chain appears to be an attempt to avoid detections when using their off-the-shelf tools for C2, such as Cobalt Strike or RDP, according to researchers at IBM X-Force. This new variant is a lightweight but effective malware, allowing attackers to rapidly spread throughout the network and deploy further payloads. Gootloader, as the name implies, is a malware capable of downloading next-stage malware after luring potential victims using search engine optimization or SEO poisoning tactics. It's linked to a threat actor tracked as Hive0127, and the use of Gootbot points to a tactical shift. With the implant downloaded as a payload after a gootloader infection in lieu of post-exploitation frameworks such as Cobalt Strike. Described as an obfuscated PowerShell script, Gootbot is designed to connect to a compromised WordPress site for command and control and receive further commands. Complicating matters further is the use of unique hard-coded C2 servers for each deposited Gootbot sample, making it difficult to block malicious traffic. Quote, currently observed campaigns leveraged SEO poison searches for themes such as contracts, legal forms, or other business-related documents, directing victims to compromised sites designed to look like legitimate forums where they are tricked into downloading the initial payload as an archive file. The archive file typically incorporates an obfuscated JavaScript file, which upon execution fetches another JavaScript file, which is triggered via scheduled task in order to achieve persistence. And a new set of malicious Python packages have made their way to the Python Package Index, or PyPy, repository with the ultimate aim of stealing sensitive information from compromised developer systems. The packages masquerade as seemingly innocuous obfuscation tools, but harbour a piece of malware known as BlazeStealer, according to a report made by Checkmarks. 
Quote, Blaze Stealer retrieves an additional malicious script for an external source, enabling a Discord bot which gives attackers complete control over the victim's machine. The campaign, which commenced back in January this year, entails a total of eight packages, the last of which was published in October. These modules come with a setup.py and initialization.py file, which are designed to retrieve a Python script hosted on transfer.sh, which gets executed immediately upon installation. Called Blaze Stealer, the malware strain runs a Discord bot and enables the threat actors to harvest a wide range of information, including passwords from web browsers and screenshots, execute arbitrary commands, encrypt files, and deactivate Microsoft Defender antivirus on the infected machine. What's more, it can render the machine unusable by ramping up CPU usage, inserting a Windows batch script in the startup directory to shut down the machine, and even forcing a blue screen of death error. Quote, it stands to reason that the developers engaged in code obfuscation are likely dealing with valuable and sensitive information, and therefore, to a prospective attacker, this translates to a target worth pursuing. In recent years, open-source repositories have emerged as a lucrative way for threat actors to spread malware. According to Phylum's Evolution of Software Supply Chain Security Report, issued in quarter three this year, 13,708 packages across multiple ecosystems were found to execute suspicious code during installation. Thank you very much for listening to Talion's Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please don't hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.